Well, I'm going to assume it's recording because it's not telling me it is. But hello, I'd like to welcome everyone to We Go Again podcast. It's Kristen Smith back in Gainsborough tonight. And here in Berkshire, it's me, James Barsby. And uh, once again, we've managed to drum up a few stories to have a chat about. Yes, we have. There's not, not too much going on if you don't, you're not interested in um, manager, managers being sacked just before Christmas. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, who... I mean, if they're so hard done by, are they getting paid millions and, and to have Christmas off as well? I mean, I feel so sorry for them. Well, that, that's that's the thing. So, yeah, let's let's uh, have a little look. So we know Rob tonight. He's um, busy, unfortunately. Uh, and I apologise again for missing last week. But uh, I think the big story for me, Rob's posted one about Macclesfield. Well, we knew there was already problems going there. So we'll probably come back to that one. I wish they would stop using the word suspended because the game never been kicked off. Um, <laughs> it's this thing about Russia that we were just having a little chat about off air. And UEFA is not a major sporting... Uh, what, what's the exact terminology? I would just, we said it's not a major event organisation. Despite UEFA running three of the top competitions in the world. Yeah, um, it, it's a bizarre one. So basically, I'm sure every, most most people will be aware, Russia have been banned um, by the World Anti-Doping Agency, or WADA, as they are affectionately known. Um, they've got a four-year ban um, to include the 2020 Olympics, but not Euro 2020, and the 2022 World Cup in Qatar, not the 2021 Champions League final, um, due to um, yeah, because as we say, because of um, anti-doping. Um, now it's, it's it's something that they've been done for before, I think, haven't they? And the um, um, trying to find it in the story. Now I'm sure that yeah, they had a they were reinstated, weren't they, in 2018? I think it was after a three-year suspension for the that was it for the uh, state-sponsored uh, doping that was going on at the time um <clears throat> but yeah so they can't is it does it say it's been because they can't compete in the olympics which are next year but they can compete at euro 2020 which go on basically at the same time or very very close don't they i mean we we were cynically saying off air is because they're um, are they hosting some games? Yes, St. Petersburg in... is one of the venues for the Euro 2020. Yeah, so we, and they've qualified, obviously, as well. Um, so we, you know, we were saying off off air before we started recording that it, it seems to be that they've, they're not banned from that because they've qualified and it would, it would, and they've done the draw for the group stage and it would, it would cause paperwork, I guess. Um, so they clearly don't want to ban them from that. But then, could you know? Could they not have got around that by starting it in a year's time or something, and just bury it under, say, you know, just say it'll start in twelve months' time due to appeals or whatever and things like that? I don't know. It just it it, it leaves it leaves it looking a little bit weird, <laughs> for want of a better word, doesn't it? I mean, I, I assume as as qualif- qualification gone for the olympics i mean i don't do um for like the, well for any of the events is uh, <clears throat> no because you don't qualify you just get you get 
nominated by your country to stand. Right. And it's a, it's a nuanced little thing because they could actually, a team from Russia made up of Russians could still appear in World Cup 2022 in Qatar. They couldn't say they were Russians and they couldn't wave the Russian flag. Oh, they have to compete under a neutral flag. If but they, they could actually still do it. So what is the point in all of this hoo-ha for absolutely nothing whatsoever? Yeah. To, to come out of it. Because there can still... So the World Cup qualifying can still take place because it's not the World Cup tournament itself. <laughs> so, so they could still qualify, go, and in theory win, win the World Cup as a team of neutrals. So how would that, how would that, what would you write on the cup? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> if they qualify, a team representing Russia cannot participate, said Jonathan Taylor. So they can go through the qualification process for the World Cup. Yeah. Right. Well, what would be the point of that? <laughs> As you but, said, but there is, is but if there is a mechanism put into place, which is what would happen in this instance, they would apply to participate on a neutral basis, but not as representatives of Russia, USSR. But, but, yeah, but what what's what what does neutral CCCP mean? CCP again. Let's bring them back. Yeah, but what what the hell does neutral mean? You're either, you you're competing. It's a World not, Cup of countries. Exactly. You're not. A, <laughs> oh God, this is. <laughs> it's how to get around the rules that have been put in place. Well, apparently a team of Russian athletes competed under a neutral flag at the 2018 Winter Olympics. Um, so which, Russia, and, and which, they, as I say, you don't qualify for those, so it doesn't. No. Matter. Okay. You're not you're not stopping another country taking part by sending your own representatives. If a team from Russia won their group. And in theory, then they put this mechanism into place to circumvent the wider ruling. That would stop a team representing a country coming in, coming in, coming in and actually doing it. And so we're going back to the one rule for one, one rule for another. If this was, um, let's say, if this was um, some small African nation or San Marino, say, let's say San Marino, if they is a miracle qualified they could they would not be allowed to even take part in the qualifications but because russia and there's a lot of money floating around in russia some of it's legitimate and because of that they don't want to miss out on all that money yeah it's the only thing i can think of i know i'm cynic and it always comes back to betting and always comes back to money and all of the other things but that's unfortunately it's sport is a business when you're at this level and it does all come back down to money and the money majority is funded by booze companies and gambling companies. Such a great combination, really. Mm, and let's not forget that Russia, uh, Russia is bloody huge as well. And they'd, they would take a lot of, a lot of fans, uh, as you say, you know, in terms of, um, of the, of the revenue at the, at these events, that's, you know, there'd be a lot of, a lot of fans there, wouldn't there? So I'd, yeah. So they, they, they're banned, but they can still take part. So, 
Yeah, well, well, well done. That's a. It sounds like a FIFA ruling, doesn't it? <laughs> it's just. I mean, this to me just shows that Wada aren't fit for purpose either. It's it's just ridiculous. Um, and it's not you know as we we just covered they've they've been banned a couple of times already in the past. So surely on this it's you know it's multiple times they've been found guilty of it. Why is there any leeway in this at all? Um, they, they should be, if they're banned, they're banned. <laughs> you can't be banned, but not really be banned. So if they're, if they're out of out of Euro 2020, they should be out of it. And, if, you know, it's not that difficult to host, to find another venue for a couple of group games and a quarterfinal. I mean, bring them to England, put them in, put them at Old Trafford. It's not a, you know, it's not, it's not going to be a tough, a tough thing to do, is it? Even this close to the tournament starting. So I just, I, I don't, I don't buy it. And, how how is UEFA not a major org, event organizer? I mean, it hosts the biggest, it puts on the biggest club game in the world. Um, I suppose uh, South American fans would uh, would argue the Libertadores there, but well, I'm, you know, I'm sorry though, they're, they're money wise, viewership yeah, exactly, wise, yeah, it's just yeah. blown blown apart. Yeah, you know, and uh, and can we can we now say when England don't win Euro 2020 next summer that it doesn't matter because it's not a major event? Yeah, <laughs> it's just a Mickey Mouse Cup. I mean, it's it's just a pathetic ruling with pathetic loopholes, and it it sets a it sets a precedent because anybody else, if it, it if it does come up on against anyone else, they're just going to say, well, you know, this is their second or third time of being found guilty, and you've you've gone soft on them, so you can't do anything else with a first time offender, can you? You know, the precedent is there now. Um. I mean the World Cup one, all right, that's that's fair enough. They um you know, they they're banned they're banned from that. Um but yeah, Euro twenty twenty and especially twenty twenty one Champions League final as well. I mean that is you you've got eighteen months to find another venue for that. That wouldn't be difficult at all either. So it it just doesn't wash. It's just ridiculous. I just it just it puts, yeah, like I say, it puts Wada on FIFA levels of ineptitude, to be honest. I mean, you can't trust anything that they do from now on. No, it's a, it's a crazy situation. You either, as I say, we have the Champions League, which is the biggest club competition in the club competition in the world. You've then got Euro, the Euro Championships itself. Now, they're, although they're trying to destroy it with this silly group thing thing of Europe they're doing this time it's still the second biggest international competition in the world in terms of viewers and everything and, and to just say that they're not a major events organisation that's the, that's the cool, that's just amazing I wonder what UEFA actually thinks about got a, this I was just thinking the same thing, I wonder, I don't even know who's in charge of UEFA anymore, uh, bold uh, Gian, Infantino isn't it no he's he FIFA I, I, I can't remember. <laughs> They're all as bad as each other. But yeah, I mean, they must be sitting, sitting in Switzerland. I'm going to say no. That's FIFA again. Where are you here for best? <laughs> I don't know anything about you. Switzerland. Here, so they're in neon, they are, neon, neon okay. Switzerland. They're neon. I mean, they must be sitting there thinking, um, "Hello, what the hell? Do we do we get a say in this? I mean, surely, I mean, this must have been done with UEFA's approval because." I mean, if I was in charge of UEFA, I'd be like, well, hang on a minute. If they're doping, we don't want them in our tournament. It, it'd be the same as if, 
you know you bring it back to the 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 hot topic of, at the moment the you know racism if if yeah they went if if a country got banned because of um racism Alexander Seraphin if that was a, I've never heard of him oh, I don't know that's whether I pronounce his name correctly or not never heard of him um but yeah if um if a country was banned because of uh, like if, if a country was banned from the World Cup for racist behaviour during the qualifiers, maybe uh, surely UEFA wouldn't want them involved either in the in the Euros or you know it just I mean are UEFA happy to have well yeah they will be happy to have Russia there obviously but <laughs> do you do you get you know what I'm getting at I mean why would they want a country that's tainted by this in their tournament I, I mean. Uh, obviously money russia we know all that it, it's never going to happen they're never going to get banned by uefa but if it was another country i just i, I don't know i it just if you banned you banned that that's that's the bottom line to, for me and i it just it you know it makes a mockery been a bit of a theme this season hasn't it but yeah a mockery has been made i fear yes definitely i, I think I think you're correct. I think probably the reason you don't know <coughs> Alexander Alexander Serafin is because even after three years in charge, and he's just been voted a second term, uh, everyone still remembers corrupt Platini. Yeah. <laughs> and before that, um, they had Lenny, Lenny Johansson. Uh, and so the, the UEFA president automatically becomes vice president of FIFA. It's the position. So it it really does fly in the face of, of saying them. But to me, it comes down to they've already made the draw. They've already done everything. They need to circumvent the rule somehow to make make it easy. Yeah, it's it's the only it's the only thing that that I can I can think of. It, it's there's no reason. That they sh- that they should be allowed to compete. It's it's just ridiculous. It really is. No, it def- definitely is. And so let's let's move on from that because it's it's all baffling and and depressing from there. Um, we've had some high profile move moving on. That's probably the nicest way of putting it. Uh, <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. Um, it's not really going too well for some of the new managers who are in play. Uh, Certainly ain't going well for Freddie Youngberg at the minute. No, I'm just saying that because uh, I was about to say West Ham won up, won up as we record this at halftime. So yeah, that's uh, that's interesting for that. But it's also we've seen finally they decided to get rid of Marco Silva. Yep. Uh, which really didn't surprise anybody i think how much you so how much it's been going um um how long it took was probably the the thing now to be fair to the guy he's had some he's got some serious injuries with some of his key players and they've lost the <clears throat> they've lost the a little bit of momentum from that but i think i'm trying to find this stat that so I heard on one of the, I think it was on during the Merseyside derby, one of, one of the guys said, and they said that 
Everton are third behind the Manchester clubs in the amount they've spent oh, yeah, on yeah. new players. In terms of net spend, I think. I mean, obviously Liverpool have spent money, but they, they've then recouped a lot in, you know, for the sale, yeah. sales of uh, the likes of Coutinho, um, whereas Everton seem to be shelling out money and not really bringing an awful lot in. Um I mean, they went big again last summer, didn't they, with a, quite a few big signings. It's been the last couple of years now. And they're definitely under it. Well, they're in the bottom three, I think, aren't they? So they're definitely underachieving in terms of, of what they've spent. Um, and, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's accurate, that they are the third highest spenders. Um, I'm not sure if that just... I'm not sure how long that's over. I don't know if it's over a couple of seasons or if that's just... This is over, over a number of seasons. Yeah. Since yeah. since the the guy took over whoever's uh, whoever owns yeah, is Farhad Mashiri is it I think something like yeah, that yeah some but I mean even even the even the sacking from what I've heard seemed a bit farcical because it was seen at the at um, I think it was Runcorn train station um, he was seen there getting getting a train to go to um, to the training ground he apparently. Uh, then addressed the players at like two o'clock in the afternoon or something, and it was it wasn't until about what seven o'clock that night that the that the silver got sacked. So, it, I mean, <laughs> what was he doing? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just bizarre because I mean, surely there'd be no negotiation. I mean, it should, it must be built in now that if you did so far into a contract, this is how much you get, or you know, it's. I mean, if I was hiring a manager, there wouldn't be any compensation. If I'm sacking you, it's because you shit, <laughs> you failed, or you've done something wrong, so that you don't deserve any money. It's just going back to the line at the start of the podcast. You know, you get paid all this loads of loads and loads of money while you're in the job. You then fail. You get paid out a year's salary, and you get Christmas off, which is you know you get to go back to Portugal and spend Christmas with your family and no stress and no having to travel to god knows where they're traveling to on boxing day and it i just I, it, that's always always um puzzled me the the whole compensation thing for for managers because they they get they get sacked because they failed or they've gross misconduct or done something with the chairman's wife or do you know it's just i it, yeah i just for pure results on the pitch to get paid out millions and millions just baffles me it really really does um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I, I read earlier that apparently they're in contact with Unai Emery, which if true is bizarre. I mean, from his point of view, would you want another job in England? At, uh, you know, especially before Christmas going back to that. And, um, <coughs> and I, did, I would, you know, would he then have to pay some money if he, if he leave, if he gets another job? Would he have to give some money back? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a bizarre one. I just this as you said, we've I've, I've lost count of how many managers we've lost recently. I mean, it's been what have we had? We've had Emery, we've had Silva, um, we've had Kike Sanchez Flores at Watford, which is a farce as well. Um, God, we've had obviously Pochettino. Um, that's four just off the top of my head. I'm sure there's more. I'm sure I've missed a couple there. <laughs> and these are these are only high profile ones. Yeah, yeah, and obviously, yeah, these are the, these are the Premier League ones. Um, oh, it's Pochettino, I think that if he takes another Premier League job this season, he has to pay back twelve million or something. But 
That's, uh, it seems to have inspired Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, though, doesn't it? Pochettino getting sacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, it's, that was definitely a funny one. So um, what we've got here is that according to Sky Sports, uh, reported today, um, very recently, um, Victor Payera. Yeah, Port, he's... Over in Shanghai. He's, he's, yeah, he's Portuguese manager in China, isn't he? Is it Shanghai SIPG? Is it, is it that club? He's, That's the one. Yeah. Um, I don't really know an awful lot about him. Um, but, I mean, but, you know, Portuguese manager, they're just going to just gonna go down that road again. It's a bit like um, it's a bit like Huddersfield did when David Wagner left. Well, the thing is, for me, it, it, I know it's not all about money, but according to that, Shanghai are going to offer him a... Twenty-five million pound a year contract to stay to keep him yeah. for one more season. Is he doing that well with them? Then is he? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. That's just a crazy amount of money, though. As I say, I don't. I, I don't follow the. I follow a lot of leagues. Chinese Super League ain't one of them. So um, <laughs> no. And, that's, and, that, to, that's, yeah. and, to be, and to be fair, neither, neither is Portugal. So I, I couldn't tell you a thing about him. I don't know anything about him i just heard his name being linked quite quite a lot over the last few days um it's it's just another it's just you know it's just another club not not appearing to be willing to give chance to an up-and-coming british manager of which there are quite a lot and it's you know and there's 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 eddie howe who i think would be quite easy to get out of bournemouth at the minute because they're having a shocker and he's an everton fan i think you know i mean Obviously, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Maybe they have had contact, and it's it's been a rejection. Um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It it just I suppose release clauses between Premier League clubs are probably quite give high. It, give it to Duncan Ferguson full time, full well, time, I mean, so we can see some of his rel- uh, celebrations where he's dancing with the <laughs> dancing well, with the ball boy. It, it worked at the weekend, didn't it? Yeah, beating Chelsea. Um, but it never works, never goes well, does it? When you uh, no, it doesn't. When you give it's... it to the interim manager. And he's got Daddy's Club to play next as well. Yes, yes. So it's at, at Old Trafford. So, yeah, it's going to be... Uh... It's going to be an interesting thing. So let's... let's We're only doing a short one tonight. So let's jump over to Mansfield. Macclesfield, rather. Now, towards back in the last season, we had a lot of trouble with them. Mm. And they were kept up. And a lot of that was down to because Sol Campbell was there, wasn't he? So he was for well, was it even a month? Yeah. Was it this? Uh, oh, it was last season, wasn't it? And yeah, he started this season with them, didn't he? And left left yeah. very very early on. Yeah, yeah. He's he actually he's part of the winding up petition. What he's a creditor. Yeah. Okay. He's owed one hundred eighty thousand pounds. What in wages? In wages. Jesus, hundred for from Macclesfield. Did from he Macclesfield. ever? Did he ever get paid? <laughs> he, I don't know. He can't have ever got paid once. I mean, hundred eighty grand for for he was on. I mean, he he wasn't there for a year. So what was his salary in League know. Two? Jesus, this is what the problem is with the game. The amount of money that there is everywhere makes it ridiculous. And this is the problem, isn't it? Because, you know, due respect to Macclesfield, they're not a big club. So, they, I mean, they, I cannot believe. I mean, when when Huddersfield hired Danny Cowley, the talk was that when they were at Lincoln, they were on 70 grand a year. 
and we we've given them many many times that to get them out of Lincoln. But that's seventy grand a year. But a manager who's been in charge of Macclesfield for less than a year is owed one hundred and eighty grand. That's I mean, there might be a sizable bonus for keeping them up. I guess that might have been because uh, they were dead and buried when he took over, weren't they? And yeah. So maybe it was incentive driven and they haven't delivered on that bonus, possibly. It might not just be flat salary, but that's still an exorbitant amount of money to owe to a, a former manager. And to not have anything in the contract that says he can't, that he forfeits it when he takes another job as well. He just, I don't know, that just seems very naive. It, it does. So they're back in court. Um, on the 18th, so next Wednesday. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's another thing. It's 1874, but once again, they're in another... They're in that northwest yeah. area where he's got it's... so much competition. And it's only going to get worse for the smaller clubs because, quite frankly, I, if I was Sky or BT... I would be concerned by the competition of Amazon Prime. Yes. The did way you... they did their presentation last week of the games was great. It was brilliant. And I don't understand why Sky haven't done this before. Um, if you own the rights to that package, why are you not putting every game available? They do it, they're doing it with the Football League in midweek. They, they put them all behind the red button. They have one on... One or maybe two, I'm guessing it'll only be one because it's Champions League this week. So it'll be one game on whichever channel um, and then all the rest are behind the red button. So why don't they do that when they have midweek Premier League games? Or, you know, in this, in this, you can, on a Saturday at three o'clock, you can find every single game in the Premier League online because it's being broadcast somewhere in the world, except in England. I mean, it's unimaginable that we cannot watch our own league in this country it's it's ridiculous i mean as you say you watch what happened with amazon prime i do i did hear some people complaining that they had problems with buffering it's not something i ever had what i would say to those people is check your bandwidth maybe maybe upgrade your package or get a new router or something because i had absolutely no problem with it i had it on my tv i had it on my computer i had it on my tablet when i was for about five minutes before the wife walked in and put a stop to that Uh, (laughs) but it it was it was so good and it it just it it just felt right didn't it It just felt normal it you you had whichever match you wanted to to watch or you had um the goal show yeah the goal show which i think i watched on I think it was the Wednesday night I watched that because I kind of wanted to keep track, track of Man United, Tottenham and the Merseyside derby. So I think I watched that for for a, li- a little bit. And then I think I switched over because the Liverpool game kicked off after everyone else, didn't it? Yeah, it was a crazy so time. I, I watched the goals, yeah, I watched the goals show until all those early games finished. And then I watched the Liverpool-Everton second half. And it just it just felt like that's how I've been watching it all the time. It, BT Sport do the exact same thing with the Champions League. If they have a goal show and they broadcast every match, so why are the Premier League packages not the same? You know, like they, a super- to be fair to BT, the New Year's Day packages, the New Year's yeah. package, they are going to copy exactly what Prime yeah, did. You're going to be able to watch everything. Sky must 
I mean, because Amazon have got the Boxing Day games as yep. well. And that's going to be the same again. Yep, and as you say, BT are doing the exact same thing, which it's not really copying, is it? Because they already do it for the Champions League. So it's, you could say like that. Say, it's the first time first time in the Premier League. Yeah. They're gonna do it. And it was, it was really good. The presentation was fantastic. It was, it you know, going back to the Sky Football League midweek thing, it's the game's on the red button. All right, they have a, they have a commentator, but they don't have replays. It's basically just that one single camera. It's, to be quite honest, it's rubbish. It really is. I only watch it because it's, you know, it's it's Huddersfield. And it, if I found a stream of it online, it'll be the exact same thing. So that's the only reason I put up with it. But yet these with Amazon Prime, they had proper commentators. They had good presentation um, for the... I th- if you watch if you you could watch highlights in game yes so as soon as a goal went in you could go and watch a replay as many times as you wanted and all those sorts of things it it was yeah it it was brilliant and but you know like sky when they have super sunday they're the only channel broadcasting a game that day so why is it that 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 package is that you've only got two games yet there are five going on because of teams playing in the europa league why can they not put all five of them on? Obviously, it's not down to Sky, because if they could, they would. It must just be down to the package they've bought. But why are the packages arranged like that? But yet the Christmas ones, um, or the ones last week, the Boxing Day and the New Year's Day ones, they're different packages. It just Surely, as a channel, you want to get as many out there. Because yesterday's game, the 4.30 game, was, what was it, Brighton v Wolves, I think it was? Yeah. And... I think I had it on for a little bit. I never, I didn't actually sit and watch it. It was on in the background as we were doing stuff in the house, I think, um, for, again, for probably about 10, 15 minutes. And I think the daughter then managed to sneak YouTube on or something. But it did, it all due respect to Brighton and Wolves, I mean, not very super, is it, for a Sunday? <laughs> but, but this is the thing. This is part of Sky's contract with the Premier League was they had to show at least oh. every, every team at least twice. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, they when when they were doing Man United were winning everything every year. They would have been on every second of the day because Sky used to think it blew out of their ass anyway. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it, it's like Leeds, isn't it? You know, it's they've got they've got their own channel on Sky as well. You know, thankfully we we were on it on the weekend. Unfortunately, we lost, but we played well. We did all right. We should have got something out of the game. Um, but yeah, I, it. it if it's been done as an experiment by the Premier League, because I know the I know the Amazon packages that they got, they were they were unsold from that ridiculous five billion deal from a few years ago. The um that these packages were were left unsold. Um, I don't know I don't know what happened with the BT one. Why they're doing the same thing? Um, it must have been a similar a similar sort of package. But if this has gone well for Amazon, and let's face it, it hasn't cost us anything because you've you've either already got Amazon Prime, so you get it as part of your membership, or you joined and took your free month, and you get both last week's and the Boxing Day games, and then you can cancel your Prime and never worry about it again. So it doesn't cost anybody a penny that they're not already paying, and you've got all these brilliant matches. And I, yeah, obviously, if they've got, they got a bigger package, yeah, of course, it would, it would go up in price. You're not going to get it for eight quid a month or 80 quid a year. Yeah, why? 
Well, the whole, you might. I mean, the whole Amazon makes all of its money from selling computer services. Yeah, so you maybe you would. Maybe that's you would. how it makes all of its money. But they, I, I they, you, they've got all of the tennis. If you're into tennis, they've yeah, got all of the tennis yeah. on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, and it, they haven't put the price up, has it? Um, and let's face it. I mean, they, they get they'll get the money from advertising and stuff, wouldn't they as well? And which annoys me as well. You pay Sky forty quid a month or whatever, and you've still got to sit through ten minutes of adverts every every match it's like hang on a minute how, how much money are you getting out of us and you're still advertising you shouldn't have adverts at all you shouldn't have sponsorship on any of your programs and you shouldn't have adverts we're paying a subscription um but yeah I tell you, if, if this has gone well for amazon and they're serious about doing this sky are in a hell of a lot of trouble because they they are not going to be able to compete if amazon because amazon will just come in and and lay down 10 billion yeah. it's, it's blind auction isn't it? they'll just come down and lay down that They've got no. They've got more money than Sky have. Yeah. Even exactly. even with Com even with Comcast buying Sky, they yeah. have more money than that. Yep, absolutely. And if if Sky ne- are about to lose all their Disney stuff as well. Yes, of course. And if um, you know, if if Netflix take take a look and because I know they bid, they lost out on. I can't. I, if I'm not sure if it was these Amazon games or the BT ones in New Year, they, but they lost out on a package. But they did bid, um, and there were rumours that Apple. We're looking at bidding to put it on their platform. So the way we watch football now, it's going to change, and it's going to change very quick. And Sky should be really, really worried because they are, like, you know, financially, they've got, they ain't got a prayer. They really haven't. And I, if they lose the Premier League, they're done for as a as a company. Not as because it's Sky Sports that holds the whole company up. Yeah. Because you can get Sky for fifteen quid a month or something, can't you? But if you want the football, that's when you start paying 70, 80 quid a month for your package. So, it's, you know, yeah, they, the football, the Premier League holds up their their entire business. If they lose it, they are in trouble. And it's, it's hard for me to say that because uh, we've got very close friends that work for Sky. But, you know, and that would be a hell of a lot of people out of a job if they lose the sport or lose the football. But it's going to happen. I can, it's definitely going to happen. Well, we will have to watch this space and we'll report back in the new year how the Boxing Day and the uh, year after went because it's not just, as I say, it's not just Sky um, that are going to be in trouble. It's going to be a lot of smaller clubs as well. But I still don't really buy the theory that because I can't watch Man United or Wolves or whoever on TV, I'm going to go to my local non-league club and watch them. Well, no. I mean, clearly, it doesn't. It doesn't happen, does it? I mean, some people will, um, but you know, if if it were to happen, then you'd you'd have sellouts every every week at non-league clubs, wouldn't you? So, you know, things like non-league day do do work a little bit. It gets you know for one for one day, and then if if the club that you've gone to watch play well and win, you might you might go along a couple of times a season. But I I don't think it I don't think it it really makes diehard fans in general does it um i mean there's a few guys at work who have chelsea and qpr fans that tend to go and watch uh wheelstone and, and they've bought season tickets there but they don't go every every match um and a season ticket at non-league level doesn't cost an awful lot does it it's, they they want you in the ground eating and drinking that's that's where the money comes in um but yeah it, going back to macclesfield quickly as we've said before you know it's it's 
no coincidence that the the clubs that are, are really struggling are, are your Bolton and your Bury and you know it's that part of the world it just it can't handle that many clubs it just can't uh, it it's a it's a it's a it's a depressed economy in general and obviously in the north of england it's it's generally worse than in the south so london clubs probably going to be able to to to, uh, should i say london as a as a city is going to be able to support more clubs than than say manchester or birmingham and i I think we're gonna we're gonna see see this happen quite regularly I, i i can't see how macclesfield get out of this i still can't get over the fact that Sol Campbell is, is owed 180 grand. And it says unpaid wages as well. It doesn't say anything about bonuses. It just says unpaid wages. Seriously, how much was the guy on? That's ridiculous. Hmm. Definitely. Well, I think we will find out in the new year how everything's going to pan out. Um, we should hopefully have one more left before the Christmas break. Uh, but, Sir uh, James, where can we find you out there on the internet? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at GamerJamesFM. Um, all the stuff that I do is there. I've just actually uploaded the latest episode in my Football Manager 2020 series with Barcelona. That's just gone up uh, Monday as we're recording this. So get along to uh, yeah at GamerJamesFM on Twitter and uh, you can see what's going on there. And uh, you can always go and follow Rob's rantings at Rabid Robo. Um, over there on Twitter you can follow the show at wegoagainpodcast.com uh, or over there on Twitter at wegoagainpodcast and on Facebook at wegoagainpodcast but whatever you're doing I thank you for listening <laughs>